Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the Anchor.fm recording platform. Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. What's up, Paddle and Finn? Thanks for the shout out on your last podcast. You guys put out great content. Keep up the good work. back to the Paddle and Finn podcast. I'm your host, Brian. Jay. And welcome back, boys and girls. Hope you all had a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. I know Jay was up in Michigan. Myself, I worked. I fished Wisconsin, and I fished the river. So, got some interesting things to talk about this evening. One being the new prop out by Jackson. And your man, Jay Randall, has the scoop. Uh, Going to talk fishing up on Fremont Lake in Michigan. Uh, fishing Lake Delavan in Wisconsin. A little bit of the Kishwaukee River. And uh, maybe we'll touch on uh, the St. Clair Tournament. Uh, I know some guys struggled up there. Some guys did really well. And uh, the size of smallmouth caught up there were pretty ridiculous. Yeah, they're a little lucky. Dude, I think uh, big bass up there was 21 and a half inches. That smallmouth was ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah, it was just nuts. But, um, yeah. Uh, why don't we start with uh, the new prop by Jackson? Yeah, well. I uh, installed that gnarly little prop two on my big rig FD, and uh, it uh, immediately out of the gates felt a difference right away. Yeah, yeah, it's I like, know. This is what they need. Yeah, I know. I texted you and I was like, "How's the new prop?" And you were like, "It's unbelievable." 
I mean, normal cadence, I could do four mile an hour, and before it was two and a half to three. That's crazy, dude. So that's like it's it just moves so much freer. There's like no resistance. Um, it was, I, I mean, I was amazed right off the bat. Uh, and you know, and it's funny because I heard all the stories. I was reading all the chatter, <clears throat> and then uh, it's. I mean, I'm I'm telling you right from when I launched, I was like, oh yeah, oh this yeah. Is it. <laughs> I was like, this is it. I was like, this is perfect. I was like, this is great. I was like, I just wanted to give <laughs> like everybody a Jackson a hug. I was like, oh my god, this is <laughs> this is the best thing ever. So I mean, yeah. So if there's one upgrade anybody can do to that flex drive, man, get that prop because. You know, if you've got the old one, you have to buy it. It's 40 bucks. It's on the website. It's not a big deal. It's easy to install. It's a done deal. And it is easy, easy to pedal. Well, I think you were telling me, like, the old three-blade, um, there was just a lot more resistance in the water, right? And that's why it was kind yeah. of sluggish compared to this new two-blade prop. And I think I mentioned on the last podcast, I saw it because uh, down at the shop, um at Rocktown they got the uh HDFD drive for the big rig in and it had the new two blade prop on yeah. it and uh it it looked pretty stellar i i still haven't tried it out yet but um all the chitter chatter i've seen um it it seems like it makes a huge improvement and then you know talking to you after you using it this past weekend it seemed like it just made a world of difference i mean Four miles an hour out of a pedal drive, that's uh, that's saying something, you know? Um, yeah. I that's... mean, it'll take a minute to kind of get up to that. I mean, but like I was telling you before, it's like I was so uh, – it's a little – it's like a, a small notch above like normal cadence. Well, and not only that, but um, I think you had said that like just pedaling is so much smoother – Whereas I know from my experience pedaling the blue drive, you could just, you could feel that resistance in the pedal, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm interested to see what it feels like with that two blade. Cause you said it was like buttery smooth almost. Yeah. You know? Immediately, immediately, dude, I pushed away. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I was a couple strokes in and I was like, Oh wow. I was yeah. like, I immediately noticed the difference. That's awesome. And that's, that's consecutive with everything I've read about it um from like all the chatter on the new prop even from some of the team guys you know because you know you're you want to be objective you know you're like all right we'll see you know it sounds great and then you get down there and you're like whoa whoa it's awesome (laughs) it's like a whole like a whole new boat (laughs) yeah i mean really it made me like really like the flex drive that much more that's awesome that's awesome not like i mean i liked it before but now i really like it (laughs) so yeah and then so for the people who already have flex drives You'll have to order it, like I said, online. But if you're getting a new boat, you will get it, to my knowledge. Now, if the store already has the regular one, that's the one you're getting. But you can, like, anything that, that's new that's coming out now will have the new prop on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting, man. It's pretty slick. I dig it. Yeah. It's I mean, super... a, a $40 upgrade, I'll take that any day to make that thing <clears throat> that much smoother, you know? Well, and I and, and they and everybody did that on purpose. Um, like Jackson made sure that it would be like an affordable upgrade because there's some companies out there that really jack the prices on them for the blades mm-hmm. or, or the prop itself. And uh, so yeah, Jackson knew that they would be pretty competitive with it, and it's well worth the upgrade. I mean, I don't want to push an upgrade on somebody that won't appreciate it. I'd say anybody who puts this thing on, you know, puts new prop on the flex drive you're gonna be like this is the best yeah buddy yeah so i can't wait to get the the flex drive e man once i get that thing and put coupled with that uh that prop dude have you seen anything uh as far as like with the flex drive e on with the two blade prop like what you're getting mph wise Uh, i know guys are i think they're getting like Ah, Glenn. Knight Rider. Sorry, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> but um what's called uh what was I saying? Oh, they're I think upwards of like five and maybe over. I think it depends on how much you get on your uh on your boat. Plus I've got the biggest one, so That's slick. Um, I'll probably be able to push five, which is decent. I'm fine with that. 
Yeah, with my 30-pound thrust, uh, Minn Kota in the Bonafide, fully loaded, I get like 3.6, 3.7. Um, and it was interesting, this kind of leads into uh, topic number two is, you know, I went up Sunday and uh, fished with the Godfather, a.k.a. Scotty. And, uh, and, uh, we, uh, he was in his new canoe frontier 12. I was in the SS one twenty seven. That was the first time I pulled my boat out of the trailer since I got back from Tennessee, you know, I've mainly been paddling the eleven seven, and, um, we were both running our trolling motors and he's got a 55 pound thrust, uh, Newport vessels trolling motor. I think it is. And, he was going a little faster than me. I think he's got four or five notches between um, the uh, fastest speed or something. Like I would, he said, if he was on four, he was going a little slower than me. But then when he kicked it into five, he was definitely going a little faster. I'd have to say he was doing a mile per hour faster, something like that. He didn't have his depth finder on him, so he wasn't sure what he was doing exactly. Um, but it was interesting um, because I'm like, man, I know the Torquedo on the back of a Bonafide is like, it's fast. You know, guys are getting like five, five plus, you know. But you're also talking about two grand versus 120 bucks. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, well, 120 bucks for the motor and another 120 for the battery, so you know, 250 bucks, roughly 300, whatever, um, versus two grand. I'll take the latter of the two. <laughs> Still a lot cheaper than that Torquedo, man. It's too rich for my blood. Yeah. So I've been thinking about maybe getting a 55 pound thrust. Cause that's like 240 bucks. I think Minn Kota is like 240 bucks and seeing what that does. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's a thought, but, um, yeah, it was funny, but uh, Fish Delavan, uh, and that's in southern Wisconsin, about 40 minutes north of me, and uh, all the fish are on beds up there, so it was kind of interesting. Uh, ran into a listener on the water, shout out to uh, VM Fishing on Instagram. Um, he came paddling over, he was in a bonafide SS-107, he was like, hey, man, that thing's pretty slick, you know, like checking out the trolling motor setup and depth finder and all that. And, um, you know, we're chit-chatting, and he's like, hey, uh, you on Instagram? I'll follow you. And I was like, yeah, it's uh, at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn. He's like, dude, I already follow you. Like, sorry, man, I didn't even recognize you, you know. So it was kind of cool running into him, and uh, he was out with a buddy, and um, – they said they got into some good fish, but, um, the Godfather had been out the two previous evenings and, uh, him and his brother-in-law were getting into them pretty good. They were fishing out of a big boat and, um, they were throwing a lot of chatterbaits, black, blue chatterbaits. And he was, uh, shout out to hammered lures. He was throwing a hammered lures ripper swim bait in the smoke color. And uh, he said he was ripping them up. The The one night they were out and he was behind. He only had like one fish. And then all of a sudden he just ran into a slew of them and caught, I think he said 15, 14 or 15 fish that night. So, um, yeah, he was, he was all jazzed up. And he had told me this uh, when I was heading up there. And um, I think I got up there at 6 a.m. We got on the water right away. Uh, we only had a short window to fish. He had some, uh, family obligations to get to. So we get off the water about 10, but, uh, I hooked into a pike. You'd be proud of me. Uh, actually, we sent you a picture. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, but that thing hit a, uh, um, I started on the chatterbait just like Scott and, uh, it just seemed like they weren't going and we had a front blow in that night before. It was overcast and stuff, so I slowed it down a bit and went to a Texas rig Senko, and I caught that pike on a Texas rig Senko on eight pound test, and I was like, yeah, "Lucky you didn't lose it." Yeah, I was like, 
I hooked into it and Scott saw it flash and he's like, that's a pike. And I'm like, uh Oh, like I only have eight pound test on this rod, you know, it's floral. And, um, that thing was digging and luckily I hooked it right in the side of the mouth. So at one point the line was near its teeth. Um, it frayed the line a little bit, but I was able to land it. I didn't have my net on me. So, you know, that was mistake number one. But uh, ended up getting it in, got a nice little photo, and uh, put that back. And then uh, I caught like a small 12-inch bass, was totally bloated, waiting to drop some eggs. And then um, started bed fishing. You know, I saw a bunch of fish on beds, and uh, I had this bass. I was standing up, you know, sight fishing them, and... Um, threw my Texas rig Senko in there and it swiped at it and I was laid on the hook set and I tossed it back in and I saw the whole thing because that water up there is like crystal clear and um, saw the bass swipe at it get a good hook set and it ended up being a 17 incher so it was nice nice and fat and chunky water temps up there were only 61 degrees so um, yeah it was it was kind of interesting. It was a small little outing. Saw a ton of big fish. Just uh, with that crystal clear water, they were getting spooky, man. You, you know, I'd see them, and then all of a sudden they just shoot off the bed just because, yeah. you know, they saw my tall, lanky butt standing and you know skittered away. But uh, yeah, it was cool. It was nice to get up north and uh, get that one under my belt. I was originally supposed to go to uh, Madison Chain on Sunday, but uh, with our our good friend Jacob Ruff, uh, but uh, he texted me Saturday. He got in a car accident, so uh, he thinks his truck's totaled. So thank goodness. Did you just get that? Yeah, I think so. Well, I don't know if he just got that, but. Um, yeah, everybody was safe. He said the airbags went off. So, uh, shout out to Jacob and his family. Glad you guys are all right. And, uh, you know, could have been a lot worse, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. So it was a total bummer, but, uh, you know, made do and, uh, went out with, uh, the old godfather. So that was, <laughs> that was fun. It was fun, but, uh, oh, good times. Over there, uh, not so mobile HQ. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> up at the worldwide headquarters. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was interesting, man. It, it was a good time, and uh, it was nice to be back on the water in the kayak with him. So, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to get up there. Yeah, yeah, we were it's... talking about that. So Funny, I was, like, jealous, and I was somewhere else. <laughs> you were in Michigan, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I'm like, jealous. And I'm, like, like fishing by myself. I'm like, you got nobody even yeah. <laughs> I'll guard these stupid fish. I would have gone, man, but uh, the work workload has been a little hectic. Um, So we're we're back to normal now. We got caught up, and uh, like I said, I worked Saturday all day, and uh, I think I snuck down to the river Saturday evening, got a couple nice smallies, and uh, yeah, so back to normal. So yeah, let's talk about Fremont, man. Oh, let's talk about Fremont. I know you kind of had an up and down time, but I know that's a lake you yeah. uh, talk to me all the time about. So I know you got yeah. a love, love-hate relationship with it. Yeah, I'm going to say that like I'm I'm very disappointed with the lake as of <laughs> as of late. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, no, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a little, I caught a cold too, so. Yeah. Excuse Jay's uh, yeah. rough voice and a uh, little bit of cough in there. You hear me wheezing. Like, that's what that noise is. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um, that just happened this morning. I was going to go out this morning, and it was, I just, my body was just like, no. And then I was, I started coughing. It was great. But then the wind picked up, and it was just insane. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, we got up there, uh, was it uh, Saturday morning? And I fished, uh, Pretty much on well Saturday evening, uh, Fremont Lake is a very clear lake, uh, like kind of like what you were looking at. <clears throat> but this lake is like 85 feet deep in its deepest, has like very little vegetation anywhere. Um, you really got to find weeds. 
<clears throat> there's plenty of you know there's plenty of like small growth but even in the uh, like you know in september it's never uh super tall in these other spots i mean weeds are just in segmented parts so anyway um i kind of just worked some points in some flats and i ended up catching i don't know it was probably like a i'd say an 18 20 inch walleye oh nice yeah yeah, yeah. I, was, I was throwing a a one ounce chatterbait um <clears throat> excuse me with a sonic jr probably bass sonic jr uh uh paddle tail uh, as a trailer just to kind of give it because i mean my experience pike like to see a fish profile <clears throat> um, when you're using those chatter baits so anyway um that was totally unexpected to catch that walleye um and uh nothing else the rest of the day it was really difficult the water was so clear i was seeing plenty of fish but they were seeing me too and they would scurry away Plus, Fremont Lake is a recreational lake, so there's a lot of speedboats, you know, jet skis, wakeboards. I mean, you name it. If it's a water vessel, it's on that water. <clears throat> but um, so then the next morning I woke up um on set or sorry on Sunday, and uh, I went out at the crack of dawn. I was out there. I think it was the first one out there, and I just went right across the lake. And that's where that new prop came in handy. Yeah, buddy. Because, holy cow, it is quite a workout to go across that lake. <clears throat> and uh, I knew there was weeds in this bay because uh, from the past couple times I've been there. And I knew if I, if I worked those, I probably had the best chance. And uh, that's pretty much what happened is I was throwing like a white inline spinners, about like, you know, an ounce and a half. Um. I got tons of follows. These pike were acting like muskies. It was the weirdest thing. They would come up to the boat. I mean, I actually started doing partial figure eights <clears throat> just to see if I could coax them into biting. I mean, some of them would just come up and just nip. Yeah. Like right at the boat and then turn away like they weren't even interested. And my water was about 61. Okay. As well. And, uh, and, and I know the pike, they're not really scared when they see you there. So I've never had that problem before, but it was incredibly difficult to like get one to actually just grab onto a, you know, grab onto a bait. <clears throat> I threw all kinds of stuff. I started throwing <clears throat> white. Um, I, you know, white wasn't working, and then I started throwing chartreuse. And again, Krabby Bass makes this um, a sonic shad. It's like a five-inch paddle tail, and I uh, use a, a tungsten underspin underneath it. Yeah. I thought for sure that thing would like glow in the dark and like bring him in. Nothing, man. Uh, I got like one follow, I think. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to switch to black. I was like, I didn't know what else to do. So I got this one, this one weird, uh, it's kind of like a, 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 a miniature musky bait. It's called like a unicorn dog. <clears throat> and it's super ugly. It doesn't even look like a fish. Almost looks like a tadpole, right? With like a curly yeah. tail or something. I would say that. Yeah, it was yeah. black with like an orange tail. <clears throat> and that seemed to be the ticket. Um, you know, so I uh, I ended up catching. Uh, actually, let me back go back to the spinner. I hooked into about a 17, 18 inch uh, bass. It was pretty fat. <clears throat> and uh, that was in the weeds because I'm not afraid to throw a big old spinner through the weeds. You know, it is what it is. They're when you rip them out, you know, if you get caught up, you rip them out of the weeds, they'll snatch it, and that's exactly what happened. <clears throat> Man, I sound bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it sucks because it's like I can't even breathe normal. Yeah, I've been there, man. But, uh, but yeah, I started using that unicorn dog, and um, sure enough, I finally get a pike in those weeds, you know, and it was a small one. I mean, it was like, you know, 20, maybe 22, <clears throat> you know, nothing. I don't know. I mean, it was nice to catch them. Yeah. Pike. Uh, but I mean, again, I got tons of follows on that thing. Just tons. I mean, it was driving me nuts. And then I had a 30 something, not like, not like a 35, but 30 or 35 came right to the boat. Just like took a nip and then took off, you know, took off. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. <clears throat> Cause that one you can, you can actually work kind of slow. Mm-hmm. They still just weren't, they just, I mean, they, none of them wanted anything. It was so weird, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, 
I fished a lot on Sunday, and then, like I said, this morning I was going to go out, and I just just couldn't when I, I just felt like crap, and the wind kicked up really hard where oh. I was. <laughs> and not even to mention, like, we had storms getting back home. Yeah. We came back here. There's, like, trees down. There's leaves all over the streets. There's water everywhere. We had some pretty heavy microbursts come through here. Yeah, it stormed pretty good uh, out here today from what I've seen and what I've been told. I kind of caught up on sleep today. I was a bum. I didn't get out of mm. bed till like, 1 o'clock this afternoon. I don't, I don't. I don't know how you do that. I, I, I needed it, dude. I needed it. Like these past two weeks, it's just been such a grind at work, and uh, so I had to catch up. But um, and not only that, but I've been getting up early every day, like five o'clock, four o'clock. You know, I got up early yesterday to shoot up to uh, Delavan and all that good stuff. But um, yeah, I definitely needed it. But um, I mean, just everywhere. And it almost looks like it's going to rain again. Uh, you know, I just came came back from the river, and, uh, yeah, it was starting to get cloudy. I had my sunglasses on, the sun was out, and then all of a sudden it was getting dark, and I'm like, it's not that late yet. Like, <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah, it, it's, it's been interesting. So, but uh, where, where exactly is Fremont Lake in Michigan for those that uh, – don't know uh fremont lake is uh probably like i would say almost an hour north of holland michigan okay so it's on the west coast okay i'm sorry the the west side of uh, michigan and it's uh for me you know chicago suburbs uh it's only like three and a half hours uh you know via tollways and stuff sure 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 it's not too far it's just that crappy indiana corridor yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat that corridor. <laughs> I, I mean, you know what's funny? Like, this is the only thing that keeps me from going to Michigan sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, I could just go to Wisconsin or you go to Michigan. Yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah, it's that crappy tollway. I forget what it's called. Going between uh, it, in the Indiana section. Uh, the <laughs> yeah, Chicago it's... Skyway or whatever it is. That thing's always beat up. Yeah. It's, so. it's just a main artery. I get it. But... Yeah. But no, it was gorgeous up there. Um, what, the weather wasn't really bad at all. Um, after the day we rained, the morning we got there, and then it was perfectly fine the rest of the time. Yeah, it just it just got cooler in temps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's but, very yeah. cool. Multi-species weekend, unintentional. Heck yeah, but man. Catching's catching, right? Yeah, I mean, I had uh, a multi-species weekend as well. I mean, uh, caught largemouth and delvin and uh the pike and then uh, fast forward to this evening uh went down to my little river honey hole and uh you know like jay said with all the rain and stuff the rivers are just blown out so i can't float them um but i have uh an area where you know i usually go down fish from shore i took jay down there um i took the gopro with me tonight so i'm gonna throw a little video together for that and um uh, what I catch tonight? Caught a small moth. I caught a couple small moth. One really long one. Um, I got to measure my rod to see how long it was because I didn't have a bump stick on me, obviously. But uh, if I had a guess, it was at least eighteen inches. And um, that little stretch. What's that? that little stretch. Oh yeah. Was it right by the rocks? The kids. Uh, a little further down from that. Um. It was on it. It was coming out of the rocks right on our seam, and uh, I was throwing the uh, big TRD hook by Z Man with the uh, good old black and blue hula hula stick. I like those hulas. And uh, well, I lost my last one, and then I had to switch up back over to the big TRD uh, in black and blue flake, and. Um, I mean, that was uh, stellar. And I also threw the uh, Finesse Shrooms jig uh, with the uh, TRD craw on there, but I didn't get anything on that. But I also caught a... Um, I, it, it looked like a carp, but I think it's a red nose something or other. 
um, I'm trying to think of the name of this fish, but it's like uh, you know, it was silver. Um, like a drum? Like no, it wasn't silver. a drum. It had the scaling of a carp. Um, the mouth was on the underside, pretty much. Um, it's like a red horse. Something. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it, I mean, I caught yeah, it. Like red, t- like a red tip tail. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, that thing was like probably three pounds, three four pounds. I mean, it was pretty big. Um, but it was cool, you know. Um, this little park area where I fish the river, um, there's like walkways everywhere. So I had like an audience, and uh, you know, had a, a lady and her two daughters stop, and they saw me catch that big smallmouth. She said earlier in the day, um, she saw another gentleman catch a, a decent smallmouth as well. And then uh, when I caught, uh, it was like a 14, 15 incher. Um, uh, this guy and his girlfriend stopped me, uh, his Hispanic fella. And, uh, he's like, Oh man. He's like, you catch fish down here all the time. And I was like, yeah. And I was like showing him what to use and stuff. He's like, Oh, this is awesome. You know, like I'm going to come down here. He's like, do you catch them to eat? And I was like, no, I throw them back, man. Like, you know, I got other kinds of fish in the freezer. This isn't a good eating fish, you know, to me. Um, so I just, throw him back and he's like oh this is cool man he's like i never thought there was fishing here so it was kind of cool but <coughs> yeah man digging the river fishing although i can't float it in the kayak so it's kind of a yeah. bummer but i know dude i'm bumming i really really want to go fish like yeah. the river right by me and i just can't yet yeah no i hear you man it's hopefully this rain calms down calms down a bit but uh yeah I don't know, man. It's brutal. Yeah, it's been an interesting year. Still going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just when the rivers are coming down. Yeah, they and blown up. Yeah. I know it's been the same way up north too in Wisconsin. Uh, going back to talking about going up to Madison Chain this past weekend, uh, you know, we were gonna fish a stretch of the river and in uh, one of the lakes up there, and uh, Jacob was like, "Man, that river might be raging." Uh, so I was like, yeah, maybe we'll just go straight to the lake. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, the Madison Chain KBF event's going to be like. You know, um, I know you're going to be up there. You're not fishing the tournament, though. Um, I'll be there. Uh, shout out to Sam Jones and Alan Reed from Indiana. They're coming up. So, yeah, it'll be interesting, man. But, um, yeah, let's... Go ahead. I'll be slinging my baits at you guys. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> yeah. I know. Everyone's gonna be like, "What's with this dude?" <laughs> Would be like, "I'm not even gonna like have a care in the world." Yeah, right. But um, yeah, as far as Saint Clair goes, um, I know it was brutal for some people, but uh, it was really good for others. Um, Saw some massive PBs coming out of there. Yeah, for a lot of buddy. Um, shout out to Eric Siddiqui. He won the tournament, um, both on the pro side and the regular. Um, he won with 98 inches, five fish. So here's his five fish, a 20 and a half, 20, 19 and a quarter, 19 and a quarter and a 19. And that 20 and a half smallmouth. I mean, you hear people call smallmouth footballs. I mean, these things are like legit footballs. And, uh, yeah, I bet, I bet they fought like crazy. All five fish, small mouth, <clears throat> small mouth. Um, uh, B Marsh from Michigan had 97 and seven, uh, three quarters. So he missed first by a quarter of an inch. His big fish was 20 and a quarter. And then third place, uh, was a gentleman from Ontario. Um, who came down over the border? He he won big fish, twenty one and a half inches, smallmouth bass, um, just just ridiculous. But uh, he had ninety five and a half inches. He had a twenty one and a half, nineteen and three quarter, nineteen and a half, and eighteen. And then he couldn't upgrade his last one, which was a sixteen and three quarter. But still, one big fish and third place. Uh, fourth place was Matt Ball. 
fifth was Cornelius. Uh, Jackson Orr took sixth. Uh, B. Chang for seventh. Tom Mullins, he runs the MKT up there, I believe. He took eighth. T. Holman in ninth. G. Landstrom in tenth. Um, Mike Elsie, uh, national championship winner, he took 13th. The uh, FLW KBF winner, Bogdan, uh, he's from Michigan, he took 14th. Shout out to Susie Roloff. She took 15th. She had 86 and three quarter inches. And uh, Dusty Yacker, 19th uh, with 84 inches. And Steve Glinka right underneath him with 83 and three quarter. And Glinka's a sleeper right now. Yeah, buddy. <clears throat> He's going to pop up soon. Yeah, sir. So there's some KBL folks. Um, other people of note, Mike McKinstry took 22nd. He had 83 inches. But there were some big names that just just didn't do too well. Uh, Jody Queen uh, was in 34th. His biggest fish was 16 inches. Um, I'm just scrolling through here. Alan Reed from Indiana, 41st. His big fish was 17 and a half. Kurt Smith's. Did you see Aaron Steiger on there? Who? Aaron Steiger. Oh, yeah, he did not do well. Um, really? Yeah, so Dylan Fakwa, uh, that's that uh, young kid from Illinois uh, who won the first Pro Series event. He took 52nd with 70 inches. There was 99 anglers. 50th place was 70 and 3 quarter inches. So, I mean, it was a pretty tight-knit race. Jay Wallen, 58th. Um, A.J. McCorder, uh, he only had three fish, 63rd place. Um, Derek Aiken only had two fish, 73rd place. Christine Fisher, this is the one that surprised me. She just won that Hobie Bass Open on Kentucky Lake, goes to St. Clair, takes 80th with one fish. Well, did you... Rick, see her post? No. She, I think she had planned to upload her fish at um, a certain time, and she, like, missed it or something. I'm pretty sure she caught all her fish. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I thought I read that, that, like, she was talking about kicking her, basically kicking herself in the butt about, like, you know, thinking that it was one time and it wasn't. And, Oh, <clears throat> I don't know if that was a time change thing or if it was just misunderstanding of the rules or what. But I think she had her fish and she probably would have been a contender. Gotcha. Uh, Aaron Steiger zeroed. Oh, so did uh, Robert Moss from KBL. Sam Jones, who we just had on, he zeroed. Jeff Fader zeroed. Man, did you see a video of him coming in? Who? Like fader coming in like when the wind kicked up no dude it was gnarly well and that was the thing is like you know a lot of people were battling the wind and i know when i talked to uh because i texted sam jones and i was like hey man how'd it go and uh because i thought he was sandbagging because he was at zero all day and i knew he was on some fish pre-fishing um but he's like it was brutal man like trying to paddle through that stuff it just it wasn't working, and, uh, you know. Those waves were big. Yeah. Like, that place got mad. Yeah, I think it was, like, two to three foot waves, but I did see a post um, from uh, McKinstry during the tournament that uh, yeah. there was a boat floating out there. Oh, I didn't see that. With nobody in it. And they were like, uh, um, you know, anybody know whose boat this is? You know, what happened? Um, this and that. And um, I know I saw that uh, Sam Jones had posted that it was so-and-so's boat. And he was, uh, dude was all right. And, but I didn't hear what had happened. Um so it was kind of interesting 
So, I don't know. It have been one of those situations, too, and that water is so nuts. You, you bail out of your yak, like, on land, and you can't catch it. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, like I said, when Fader came in um, and he was at the dock, it was like there was probably about four or five people around him trying to keep him from crashing into the dock. And then the wind just, or not the wind, but the, the waves just got him and started taking him. I mean, he was by land, but you could see, like, how bad it was out there. Yes. So I'm, I'm reading her post. Yeah. It says, Ugh, this is why you don't assume all trails are the same and you read the rules. Won't be able to upload my limit. And, uh, yeah, she thought you were able to upload till three. She didn't want to lose the line. She was fishing. So yeah, that sucks, man. That's a bummer. But I know how that goes, man. From Tennessee, I had to, uh, you know, get, get back to the campground super early to upload those pictures off my GoPro after I lost my phone, you know, so it's just, it's just a bummer, you know, but what are you going to do? Yeah. There's always, there's always something out there. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So that was interesting, man. Some big fish were caught. Um, a lot of, like you said, a lot of people broke their PBs on smallmouth and, uh, just some of the fish that were coming out of that lake were incredible, but, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm bummed that I missed it, but, uh, at the same time, after hearing and seeing all the wave reports and weather reports, I'm kind of not upset I missed it, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so, but, uh, congrats to all those that fished it, whether you did good or not, I mean, that's a feat in itself, man, battling those waves, so, um, yeah definitely cool definitely cool <clears throat> i still i need to get up there one of these days yeah man that's a it's a bucket list lake for me as well um but uh you know i just with the work situation i just couldn't couldn't get up there couldn't do it so um you know it is what it is but um yep yeah so we're both gonna be up uh not this weekend, but next weekend up in Madison. Yeah, uh, I may actually head up there this weekend to do a little fishing. Well, that's be nice. A little scouting. Um, so we'll see, but um, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. I know uh, you're looking forward to fishing Wabisa. Yeah, that's where I caught my well. Well, Wabisa, I definitely I'm gonna fish the crap out of that. But yeah, my uh, my uh, what's it called? PB, PB Pike trophy came out of the Mendota. Yeah, you know, just at 40 inches. So I'm hankering to get into another one, maybe bigger. Yeah, I know that's a that's a lake uh, I'm definitely gonna check out as well, among some other spots. But uh, yeah. Looking to cover some ground up there and, you know, see how it goes. But uh, I know I've only fished that fishery once with you, and I was super impressed, man. So um, I'm excited to see what it brings, uh, especially number-wise. You got to guess what's going to take it for the tournament? Um, I bet you people are going to be out on Monona. That's what I think. Getting smallies, and I bet you they're gonna break a hundred, hundred inches. You think? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say one hundred one point five. One hundred one point five. Yeah, I don't know why I picked that, but that's what I'm gonna pick. Man, I was thinking like eighty-five to ninety. No, dude, they've got some giant, giant smallmouths in there. If you know where to find them, <laughs> well, I'm not fishing it. I can give away a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Hey, well, you need to uh, call me on the phone after this is over and tell me what you know. So no, it, it is it is an amazing fishery, like you said. You know, as you know, it is my favorite place. I think you know to fish. <clears throat> it just offers a lot. Plus, you got the Yahara River running through all, all the lakes, so you get that aspect as well. So you I mean you can do a lake, you can do a lake and then get into the river, um, you know. So there's a lot to a lot to choose from. 
plus you know wisconsin takes care of that area real well yeah and it shows you know i mean it's i've had multi-species day our days on you know the little booyah pond uh pond magic yeah that thing just like would crush them dude i mean i've caught four four to five different species on one little tiny lure in the river that's cool you know, also lost in the pike too but that's yeah. all another yeah yeah, yeah. i like to bite through eight pound test <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta love that you, you caught yours but i've lost like one day yeah. it just got expensive i was like all right i'm not throwing anymore that's yeah <laughs> i'm done i'm done yeah yeah it'll it'll be interesting man um I know Mr. Hoover's supposed to be up there. Uh, should be a good event, man. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, you know, uh, I believe weigh-in is at Rutabaga Paddle Shop. Uh, Shout-out to Ethan from Rutabaga. Uh, <coughs> we had him on the podcast once before. He's a great dude. So if you guys are heading up there, um, you need some gear or something, uh, something on your boat breaks, check out Rutabaga. They, they should be able to take care of you very much. So, so. boat shop, real nice. Yeah. Very cool. Um, if you guys haven't heard that podcast, go back and listen to it. Uh, it's Ethan Schwein from Rutabaga. Um, great dude. Uh, very knowledgeable. So, uh, super cool. So yeah, man. Um, Wanted to give a shout out to uh, Carson Newman College out in, uh, I believe they're in Virginia. Um, they're doing uh, this Angler Academy for uh, high school and college kids, and we're gonna kind of help sponsor that event. Um, it's in the middle of July, so I'm gonna shoot out there uh, the weekend of July 13th, I think. Is that a weekend? I forget. But uh, I'm going to be heading out there for that. Uh, yeah, it's a Saturday. So um, if anybody wants to fish out that way, hit me up. I'll bring the kayak. Virginia. Yeah, buddy. Um, doing that with our good friend uh, from Southern Lake Co. And uh, there's some big things in the works with Southern Lake Company, folks. Cool. I know you guys heard Austin on the podcast, but uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, he's got a bunch of new products coming out, um, not only apparel-wise, but um, he teamed up with Nicholson Lures. They got uh, spinnerbaits and some jigs going. So, yeah, some some big things coming. So Please. just be forewarned. Be ready. So, yeah, man, uh, you got anything else this evening? No, I'm just waiting to go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jay needs some sleep. Jay's wore down. So, um, yeah, with that being said, guys, I know this is a little shorter podcast, but, uh, you know, we didn't have much to report on this week, uh, and Jay's sick. He looks like he's on his deathbed. <laughs> needs some sleep, so... That being said, uh, check out the website, paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. You got a question, comment, um, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. You could leave us a voicemail on the podcast, Anchor, or uh, Anchor Podcast app, um, which we have a message that I'll play at the end of this uh, from our good friend, Mr. Brad Hicks who is a good friend of Justin Marshall's out there in Ohio. And uh, just want to give them a shout-out if you guys are looking for some more podcast love. They are starting a little uh, podcast. Uh, I believe it's just revolving around their Ohio stuff out there, um, and it's called the Yak Legion Podcast. I started listening to their first episode uh, on my drive home, so i got to finish that up, but uh, sounds pretty good so far. So. Um, recycling plastics program address is in the show notes recycle or save your uh, used plastics this season save them up package them up send them to the address in the show notes our good friend eric at hammer lures is going to melt those down turn them into new baits and then donate them to 
the Heroes on the Water organization. I know he just took part in an event with them and uh, dropped off a bucket of fresh new baits for those guys. So it's a great program. Um, check out Southern Lake Co., southernlakecompany.com, Rocktown Adventures, rocktownadventures.com. I know they got a big sale going on Yakima Racks and I believe trailers as well. So if you're in the market, check those guys out at rocktownadventures.com. Check out Fish Mob Lures. Best bus yeah. baits on the market. Made by the one and only Jay Randall. Jay Randall. These hands could talk. <laughs> I believe that's it. Hope you guys had a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. We will see you next Tuesday. Fresh uploads every Tuesday if you're new to the podcast. Stay tuned. We'll be back at you. Until next time, guys, tight lines and smooth paddling.